The Wide Ride Podcast is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. The Miami Hurricanes are about to go to a bowl game if you want to go show support and get in the door with the lowest price possible or the best seats possible. Check out GameTime. The app, by the way, is handy not just for Canes football, Canes basketball, Canes baseball, whatever team it is that you root for. Music and theater tickets are also available. With Game Time, you can buy your tickets in just two taps. You know what I wish I could do in two taps? Fix Miami's offense. Hello? But until then, we've got Game Time. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. Lamar. Winning lottery numbers coming up. I'm going to switch it up for y'all a little bit. Get crunk. You know why? Huh? It's hurricane season. The new Miami. The new Miami. The new Miami. Surge. Surge. The new Miami. The new Miami. Welcome back to the Wide Ride Podcast. I'm Manny Navarro. Well, we know where the Miami Hurricanes are going to go bowling. They're going to Shreveport, Louisiana for the Independence Bowl. Miami's going to play December 26th, the day after Christmas, 4 p.m. kickoff against Louisiana Tech, a 9-3 team out of Conference USA. Louisiana Tech, of course, is where Manny Diaz was defensive coordinator not too long ago, as well as Blake Baker, Hurricanes defensive coordinator Blake Baker. He came from Louisiana Tech. They're going to be facing Skip Holtz and a pretty good football team, a team that can score a lot of points, that can produce a lot of offense. A couple of things to note here before... We get to our interview with Tyler Van Dyke, Miami's four-star 2020 QB recruit. Uh, The Hurricanes are going to be without John Garvin and Trayvon Hill for this bowl game. Uh, John Garvin has hired an NFL agent. He's going to enter the draft. And Trayvon Hill announced last week that he was foregoing the bowl game. So Miami's going to be a little thin at defensive end. That's some of the big news. There's going to be recruiting news here in the coming days. Uh, Signing day, as uh, we've mentioned before, is December 18th so Miami's had several visitors this coming week December 13th is going to be a big official visitor weekend for Miami a lot of the commits are coming down to uh, participate in the weekend and to uh, get to know each other better and hang out a little bit more but without further ado that's it we're going to get to this interview with Tyler Van Dyke I did it last week I I drove up to uh, his high school Suffield Academy in Suffield Connecticut uh, while I was up there on my road trip, um, and it, tell you what, that that you that that school really looks like a college campus. I mean, it's really unique. I think tuition's over fifty thousand dollars a year. Uh, Tyler's uh, without question a, a very humble and very uh, mature eighteen-year-old uh, kid. Um, you know, I don't know what kind of competition he faced up there in the Northeast regularly, but certainly, I think. He was a standout. Uh, Suffield Academy, just to give you some background, Dolphins first-round pick Christian Wilkins is sort of the biggest uh, you know, football player to come out of there. I spoke with Drew Gamir, uh, high school coach for Christian Wilkins, and, of course, for Tyler Van Dyke. He's been there for 14 years. Um, and you know, he told me Tyler is as talented as anybody they've had there uh, next to Christian, and, and he's got high hopes for him when he comes down to the University of Miami. So, all right, without further ado, my interview with Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, so Tyler, um, tell me just about your feelings knowing that next month you're going to be on campus at the University of Miami. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it'll be a different change. Um, but I'll be ready for it. Um, it hasn't really hit me yet that I'm in a month I'll be I'll be down there working out, um, just getting right with all the players, coaches. So You were telling me before you met Danny Enos when you were a sophomore and he was at Michigan, but when you met him for the second time, mm -hmm. you didn't really put two and two together that uh, you had met him before. Yeah. What what was it about Enos in that meeting or maybe the second meeting that really I don't know, just struck you? Um well success at Alabama the year before and then um, when he was at Arkansas, uh, I think it was Brandon Allen. Mm -hmm. um, he's now in the NFL or backup. And then Cooper Russ from Central Michigan. So that really um, struck me uh, with Coach Gino. So he's had two former players of his uh, make it to the NFL. So that, And that's what you were looking for more than yeah. anything? Somebody helped you to get to the next level? To develop my, uh, my game uh, in college and then into the, into the next uh, level. So. I know people in South Florida probably didn't get a chance to see you play other than your clips. Yeah. Um, but how would you describe yourself as a quarterback? I would say um, I'm a pocket passer guy, but when I need to, I can use my feet and make some plays. Um, and also, in, like, I can run the ball too. A lot of people don't know that, but mm -hmm. um, we didn't really have much run run game for me. Mm -hmm. A lot of Just because we didn't really have a back quarterback in case I get hurt or anything like that. So. Um, I could run the ball more than people think I could. So yeah, yeah. Coach uh, Gamir was telling me you guys finished undefeated. Uh, I guess for what for the second year in a row? Or the no, last year we were seven and three. This year, okay. Yeah. But it's happened a couple times. Yeah, yeah he's had a couple of really good teams mm -hmm. uh, that are undefeated, like Christian Wilkins, right? Um, and then a couple other guys on that team too. So, what did it mean to kind of have an undefeated season? You know, your senior year, right. your last year. Yeah. So uh, coming into it, uh, my freshman year. Um, I wanted, obviously, to get a, a bowl ring. A ring. Um, so we don't have playoffs here. It's just it's like college football. Mm -hmm. Not with a playoff, but just a bowl game after. A regular season yeah, and a bowl, right? Like it used to be in college. Like yeah. the top two teams in the New England play. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it means a lot to go out on uh, in the right way. Um, not even now. Um, just for the players, too. Uh, we've talked about this since last year after losing our bowl game last year mm -hmm. um so we worked so hard um from from that from when we lost until uh until we won so we really wanted it really bad and we ended up winning so yeah um so you you end up winning and now you know that you're going to miami in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. When do you start, like, mentally preparing yourself? And I don't know how much Coach Enos maybe, you know, you start looking at his offense. You know, yeah. when do you start looking at a playbook? Or when do you start sort of breaking things down? Um, when I was there for Paradise Camp, uh, we did a lot of breaking down offense and he was showing me some of the plays. Um, mm -hmm. He hasn't really shown me anything um, since then, but on um, my official, he'll probably show me some plays and we go over that. Um, but after when I signed, he'll probably send me um, – some plays and tell me what to look at and stuff like that. Okay. Just to learn the offense, get a head start before yeah. I get there. So, what do you think of the offense when you when you watch it? I don't know how often did you tune in every week for every game. Yeah, I watched the last couple of games. Okay. So, um, I mean, yeah, I like his offense. I like the style. Mm -hmm. Um, it's under center spread. Um, so I mean, I, I feel like I can fit in very well and make an impact. Um, in it. So, what did you run primarily here? What was the, the sort yeah, of yeah same we did. Um, 
So we did a lot of under center in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and then our fullback got hurt. So okay. then we started doing a lot more uh, double spread, um, four receivers. Um, and then towards the end of the game, we'd go under center and um, run the ball, just run the clock down. But, yeah, I have a lot of experience from under center. Mm-hmm. And then also um, shotgun, too. So. How do you think that's going to help you? Because I, I, knowing Jaron Williams, knowing Nikosi Perry, and even Tate Martell, those three guys, they played in shot, basically shotgun-only type systems yeah. in high school. Um, do you think it's going to give you an advantage, the fact that you, that you have been under center and the fact that Coach Enos likes to be under center? Um, I mean, for all the other guys, uh, all the other quarterbacks, I feel like they picked it up easily mm-hmm. uh, just going under center. Um, it's, not, it's not that difficult, but... Um, yeah, I think it gives me the advantage that I don't that I don't have to like work on it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get down there, so that that'll definitely be a step that we skip. Right, um, go, and go right to the plays and having to adjust. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you're getting down there. When is it? January 13th. Yeah, that's when the classes start. So I'll probably be down there like a couple days before. Physically, where are you at now? Height, weight, all that. Um, I'm about six four, and then two fifteen, two twenty around there. Coach want you to add any weight? Does he want you to lose weight? Um, what's, what's he kind of told you about physically? What he wants you to do? They told me they wanted me to be around like two twenty five, two thirty. Okay. Um, just get a little more cut and then a little more muscle on me. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm working on right now. So. And and then obviously spring football is going to start after a few months of school. Right. Um, right. Just your 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 expectations. You know, do you think you can come in right away and, and compete for a starting job? Is that something Coach Enos has talked to you about or? You know, does he say, well, you got to come in and we want you to learn the offense and we'll see what goes from there? Yeah, he wants me to come and learn it. Um, but he also wants me to compete. Um, like, I'm competing for the starting job. He hasn't really talked to me about that yet, but right. um, he still wants me to compete. Like, I'm trying to for the, uh, get the starting job. Um, he says if I do everything right, um, study, watch film, um, go to class, stuff like that, then I'll be all set and um, that it could be – like competing for the starting job, so yeah. How long were you starting here? Uh, only two years. Okay. So there was a kid here before me. I was playing though. Like I was playing a couple quarters. Okay. And then my sophomore year, I broke my hand, so I was out. After the third game, I was out the rest of the year. So you missed your sophomore season and then played your full junior and senior yep, year. Yeah, full year. Yep. So um, your freshman year, who was the quarterback in front of you here? Uh, he's at Williams now College. Okay. Williams College. Okay. Yeah. So up in Mass. Okay. But yeah, he's he's from Texas actually. Okay. So he's a good player. So I learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Um, just like watching him. Um, I feel like if I came in freshman year, I wouldn't have like the experience. So just working in. Um, like I got a quarter each game. Mm-hmm. So I play the second quarter, and then whoever stayed hot would finish the game. So I played a decent amount and. I feel like that helped me uh, prepare for playing the full game mm-hmm. uh, at the varsity level. But yeah, so and um, Christian uh, Wilkins, who's obviously with the Dolphins now, yep. and they're all excited about him down south. Uh, did you know him at all coming yeah. here? Um, not coming in, but I've met him a couple times. Where we've talked a lot um, the past couple years. Okay. Um, he was actually here. Um, for one of our games against Cheshire Academy. During their bye week. During okay. the bye week, yeah. So he was uh-huh. up here. Um, we were just talking in the trainer's room for a little bit. Uh, yeah. like he was getting an ice bath. I was icing my shoulder. So yeah. we were just talking a little bit. It was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah. he's in the ice bath and you're and you're getting your shoulder ice. Yeah, so um, 
But last year, we had a couple of issues um, on the field with a lot of personal foul penalties. So uh-huh. Coach actually FaceTimed him uh, last year with the whole team in here, and he, like, gave us advice and um, told us that's not not what Suffield's about and stuff like that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, what was that? What did he tell you during the ice bath? How long were you guys in there together? Uh, yeah, probably, like, 30 minutes. We were just talking football. about football, everything. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. He so. knew you were going to Miami? Yeah, he knows that, yeah. What'd he say? Because so. obviously he's a Clemson guy, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he didn't really talk any uh, smack or all that, but he, <laughs> yeah, he's he's supportive of it. Um, mm-hmm. And he said it was pretty cool that we're both in Miami now, so. Yeah, do you think you guys will maybe be friends, like hang out and stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So. yeah. He's, he's, what's he like? What's he like as a, just a, you know. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. He'll, um, he'll go out of his way to meet anybody here. Um, one of the teachers would tell me a story about him, mm-hmm. um, how he, when he was a senior here, he, he met, he went around and met every freshman, shook their hands. He's a, a really? genuine guy, yeah. Uh, very, um, very talkative, uh, outgoing, mm-hmm. um, like very kind guy, just wants to give back to the community. So I think he's actually uh, giving us some gear too. So Really? Okay. Uh, from, from Dolphins, I guess? Or? No, for, he's like uh, Suffolk gear. Okay. So, so he's so. just like donating it for us, I think. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah. What kind of guy would you describe yourself as? I mean, are you uh, the kind of guy who goes around shaking freshmen's hands or do you, what, what, what do you kind of like off the field? Yeah, um, I'll go out of my way to meet new people. Um, mm-hmm. um, I want to be the, known as a guy, uh, like respectful, kind, mm-hmm. um, and known as like a hard worker with a good work work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like my work ethic is going to be um, good for Miami and um, just the way I conduct myself off the field and on the field will be um, good, so... Yeah, I feel like this is just my opinion. Being around the team the last two years, mm-hmm. it feels like they need leaders. Like there's yeah. maybe not enough of those like alpha male type guys who are going to get everybody in line. Do you consider yourself like that at all, or are you a guy who leads by example, leads with your voice? What, what would you say? Yeah, so when I get there, um, I don't mean the guy who just comes in and starts like right talking and like being the leader with my my voice i just want to go and work hard um leading by example mm-hmm. and then once i get that respect from everybody then i'll start to uh show my voice and start talking so do it the right way yeah do it the right <laughs> way yeah, i don't want to be the guy that comes in there and just like right starts like yelling at people and like telling them what to do stuff like that so what, one thing that seems pretty cool about this 2020 recruiting class is the bond that the guys have together because I talked to Tyreek Austin Cave yesterday, mm-hmm. and he told me about, you know, the chat group that you guys have, and how there's like sort of a constant conversation between you guys. Yeah. How much do you think that's helped um, bring you guys closer together, and maybe kept the class together? Yeah, I definitely think it's kept um, a couple players in line with Miami. Um, obviously, a couple of deep commitments, mm-hmm. um, but that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. We always like talk up um coach cooney and coach van dyke um they always text and uh inspiring stuff or advice or after we after miami loses a game mm-hmm. um to say like we need you guys um we can't lose you guys like you're the solution and stuff like that and we all respond and we're all excited about, about that so mm-hmm. um it's definitely kept us very close mm-hmm. um like, I haven't even met some of the guys yet, but right. um, just, like, 
that like helped um, start like a relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely helped a lot. Where is that on WhatsApp that you guys do that, or it's just iMessage. An iMessage uh, group. Oh, yeah. What do you what do you call it? <laughs> uh, I'm just twenty twenty Canes commits. Twenty twenty Canes commits. Who started it? Do you know who started the chat? Just the recruiting coordinators. Okay. Yeah. And so they're in it too. They're in it as well. Yeah. And then guys have dropped out as they've decommitted, I guess. Yeah. Either um, the recruiting coaches will kick them out, or Cunha or Van Dyke. Yeah. Or, they'll, or they'll just leave. So right. Who have you grown close to? You know, maybe that you know with the recruiting class. Who do you kind of talk to a lot? Maybe even aside from the chat group. Oh, uh, I would say Xavier or Shrepo. Okay. Um, so I met him at Paradise Camp, mm-hmm. and then we've kept in contact a lot mm-hmm. um, over the past few months. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely the closest I've been with, like talking wise. So. Mm-hmm. And and you you've tried to do some recruiting yourself, right? You've tried to reach out to other other recruits, not just commitments, but like recruits. Yeah, I talked to before Dad's committed. I talked to him. Uh-huh. Um, so he's he's definitely a big pickup right. uh, receiver. So um, I talked to him, and then uh, a couple other guys that committed to, and then some that haven't to so. that haven't yeah. committed yet. So you're, but are you? Would you say you're you're active in it, like trying to recruit guys, or just kind of like letting guys do their thing? Um. Well, during my season, I was kind of letting just them do. doing, let them doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I was texting them, but I was trying to focus on my season. Right. Um, and ultimately, it worked because we won the bowl game. But <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've talked to a couple guys. Um, like I talked to Daz after my season was ended before he committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to him for a little bit. Okay. Um, and what did you so, tell him? What was your message? I just told him that we're the solution, 2020 class, and we can. Bring Miami back to, up to the top, and we need him to mm-hmm. do that. So, and he and he obviously bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was in before that too. But uh-huh. yeah, it definitely helped the cause. So. You bringing back to Miami, and we talked about it a little bit earlier. You and me were walking the halls, but um, why did you stick with them? Because a lot of people haven't. They've decommitted. You mentioned some right. of them. Um, they're often struggled this year, right? Coach mm-hmm. Enos is obviously trying to get it going. Right. Um, did you ever waver? Did you ever kind of like think, man, I don't know? Uh, no, not really. Not no. at all. Um, once I committed, I knew this was the place for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like mo- like home uh, the most out of all the schools I visited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to make Miami what it was um, um, back in the day. So mm-hmm. um, whatever I could do to impact that, um, that's why I wanted to stay with uh, Miami, stay committed. Um, and I know they could build something special with Coach Diaz and Coach Enos, So, When was the first time you went down there? Um, I went down there, so I was on a spring baseball trip, and then I went down after that in Florida, and then I went down to Miami like the next day in March. Oh, so that was the first time yeah. you were with your baseball team? Yeah. And then what did you think first time on campus? Yeah, obviously it's a beautiful campus, so I thought, mm-hmm. thought that. Um, and then just the people on the campus uh, – saying hi and stuff like that. The academics, mm-hmm. um, I sat in on a, I talked with the head of the engineering. Um, so that's what I'm planning to do my major on. So, yeah, I was gonna ask you about all that. Yeah. yeah um, talked to him and he said he could, it could work out with football and doing engineering at the same time. So okay. um, that really caught my eye right there. So, and mm-hmm. then obviously the facilities, uh, coaches, and then the history of Miami. So. Yeah, and then you went back five more times. You told me. Uh, yeah, so I went back a couple of days before I committed, um, like mid-April. Okay. Um, and then Paradise Camp, 
Um, and then the game. Which games were you there uh, for? I only went to the Miami Florida game. Miami, Florida game we, we play on Saturday, so it's, okay. it's hard to get down there. So. Right, it's hard to. Okay, mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and any players on the roster you've grown close to, like guys that are already there? Or? Um, I haven't really talked to any okay. uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but Will Mallory, when I when I visited the second time, um, I ate lunch with him. We hung out a little bit, okay. um, and after that, we t- we texted a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you're doing it, your official December 13th? Yep. That's when everybody, all the commitments are pretty all the much commitments, going. Yeah. What are they calling that weekend? Is there like a name for it? Is no, it I, like a commitment I don't weekend? think they call it anything yet. But <laughs> yeah. It'll be a good weekend. What do you think of that? Like just having that weekend to kind of have everybody together? Because like you said, you've been down there a couple of times, mm-hmm. but there's only a few of them that you've met in right. person. Yeah, so just going down there. I know a couple aren't doing it because they already took their officials before. Mm-hmm. Um, but having most of the class there and just meeting them before, we started up in January. It was definitely big uh, yeah. to have a relationship to grow before that. So yeah, who are you looking forward to meeting? Anybody in particular that you haven't met yet? Just all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing all of them, meeting all the all the guys in the class. So. So you met Xavier. Who are who are some of the ones that you did meet? Um, I met Michael Redding, Don Cheney at the opening. Okay. Um, and then Donna Paradise. I haven't met uh, Tyreek. Okay. Um. I met, I haven't met Chance, okay. um, Romello, Romello Height, yeah, I didn't meet him yet. You met Jalen Rivers? Yeah, I met him at Paradise Camp. Okay. Um, and then a couple others too I haven't met, so. Is there a sense of pressure at all for you guys to come in right away and be really good? Like, do you, do you feel that at all? Like, obviously you want to do that, but yeah. do you at all feel like, I don't know, Coach Diaz and Coach Enos are kind of like expecting you guys to come in and. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. Um, mm-hmm. They're always texting me saying that you guys are the solution, that um, this 20, cl- 20 class can be really special. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, yeah, I feel like, I, don't, I wouldn't say pressure, but definitely relying on us to do what we can do, play football the right way, and uh, bring my Miami back to the top. So Yeah. Tell me about um, growing up in Connecticut and, and just uh, this temperature, because I was blown away by, like, just yeah. – <laughs> Like, yeah, it's pretty cold today. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold today. There's like a foot of snow outside. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you the kid who was like from little? I mean, you said you grew up 30 minutes away from here. Were you, were you the kid who would run out in the snow like instantly, like throw yourself into it and, you know, be the snowball fighter and all that? Yeah. When it would snow out, snow out I would go outside. Uh, my friends just build a snowman, um, sled down the hills. Mm-hmm. I used to ski. Um, haven't skied in a while, though, but when I was younger, I did. Yeah. Um, so I mean, snow hasn't really affected me. I, I love I love the cold actually. You do. Um, so you were telling me the coldest was coldest game you played in was like what ten degrees? Yeah, yeah. When was that? That was early this year. Yeah, um, it was probably like twenty degrees, but with the wind chill, it was like ten. Okay. So who was that against? Loomis Chafee. It was our senior night. So okay. How'd you guys? How'd you do? Yeah, we won. I think it was like forty-one to seven. I think forty-one fourteen. You play well. Yeah, yeah. So. so what's it like throwing it? You know when it's that cold but how does that affect you yeah so you have to keep your hands warm mm-hmm. um if not your hands will get cold like numb and you won't be able to feel feel the ball at all when you're throwing it so mm-hmm. you have to keep your hands warm uh so you can get the spiral and then obviously the ball turns into like a rock too when it's that cold so it's your hands are also dry so it kind of gets hard to grip the ball right but once you get used to it it's fine um so yeah i've 
I've had a lot of experience with that um, through my past years with football, like heading into like November and December. So, tell me about you off the field, siblings? Yeah, so I have a sister. Um, she plays basketball and volleyball here in Suffield. No, she goes to Glastonbury High School. Glastonbury, she's a that's where you're from, of course. Yeah. Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's a sophomore. And sophomore. so you're the oldest. It's just the two of you. Yep. What? And tell me about your parents. So my dad played college football at Muhlenberg College in Allentown, Pennsylvania, D three school. My okay. mom also played volleyball there. Okay. And then my grandfather, he played football at the University of Vermont. Okay. Back when they had football. Okay. And then he was a coach at Hofstra University. Oh, he was the coach, the head coach. Yeah, head coach uh-huh. of football and baseball. Wow. For about 10 years. You and know then, the one that was? What years? I believe it was between 1980 and 1990. The baby boy is going away. This is like a big yeah. big deal when you, when you finally go away to college. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a different experience for me, though, because I'm always here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've I been do, away, right? Yeah, so some nights I'm, I'm, I stay here, stay over. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm usually... Not home until ten o'clock, and I just sleep at home and then drive here the next day. So, mm-hmm. um, they've kind of felt um, like if I was at if I, if I was at Glassmore High School, I'd be home mm-hmm. all the time, stuff like that. So, right. I feel like it's, um, I mean, it's gonna be harder for them when I go away, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like we've already experienced it a little bit. So. Being, being here on, on yep. campus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who you're rooming with yet? They told you. Uh, I'm not sure yet. No, I'm not sure when. Maybe Xavier. It yeah. seems like maybe you're kind of crossing your fingers for that. Yeah, one. we'll see. I mean, I'll be I'll be good with anybody. But we'll mm-hmm. see. have any former Hurricanes coach, uh, sorry, players reached out to you like quarterbacks or because obviously they have such a great tradition. Um, no, they haven't. No, none of them have yeah. yet. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sure once probably you sign or whatever, they'll yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll get out to you. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Did you know any of the like did you, like in terms of hurricane history? Did you study much of it or know much of it at all? Before I come in, I didn't know okay. a lot of it. Um, I didn't really know much about Miami football mm-hmm. um, until I visited it and um, committed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you have a favorite team or somebody that you kind of rooted for? Or no? Growing up? College football. I mean, I usually, I went to the UConn football games, University of Connecticut. Okay. Um, so when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I want to play for UConn just because it was a hometown team. They used to be really good mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Right. Um, the stadium filled, uh, so I really wanted to play for UConn, mm-hmm. and then they had a couple down years, and then I was like, no, I can't. Yeah, they're not. They're not good. Right. So, um, so you wanted to go play to a Power Five. Yeah, Power Five team. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, try to win a national championship. So. Yeah. Who were the schools that came in second and third for you? Who was like really pushing? Uh, I would say my top five were Miami, obviously. Syracuse was really pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, BC, mm-hmm. Purdue, and Cal. Thank so. Cal. Who uh, who was maybe still pushing up to this point, seeing Miami struggle a little bit? Has um, anybody been trying to yeah, steal you late? Syracuse, uh-huh. uh, BC. Um, that's pretty much it. Just recruiting BC. directors getting into your DMs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do they say? What's kind of the um, message? One of the BC guys, recruiting guys, just said, "I'm going to call you when we get a new head coach." Uh huh. So. Um, I'm 100% committed to Miami, so I'm not. You know, you what would you tell him? How do you respond? Because I asked Ty- Tyreek the same question, and now that Rutgers has a new coach, Chiano's guys are calling him left and right. Yeah. You know, what yeah. do you say? I just didn't respond. <laughs> you just didn't respond. Man. Yeah, just um, just ignored it. Yeah. So, because I feel like if I responded, I'd have to be kind of nicer and not be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to 
talk to you, talk to the coach or anything like that. So right, right. But um, yeah. okay. Anything else that I didn't ask you about? What, what's kind of been the big things that have happened in your life? I mean, obviously, I know you're a good baseball player. Yeah. So um, last year we actually won our, the baseball championship. Right. I saw that right. championship. So mm-hmm. we were fourteen now. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard playing up here in the weather. So we were supposed to have like 22 games, uh-huh. and then eight got canceled. Okay. So we only played 14, but I played baseball throughout my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, pitching, playing outfield, infield, playing pretty much every position. Was that the first sport you played, baseball? Uh, yeah, because that was like the first sport you could play when you were younger. Right. Like t-ball and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, baseball. Uh, I really thought I was going to play college baseball up until ninth, 10th grade. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I was playing AU baseball, traveling the country, doing uh, a lot of tournament showcases. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized I could throw the ball like uh, none other. So uh-huh. um, I just stuck with football. Um, started doing a lot of camps. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of coaches showed interest in me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew um, I could be a college quarterback. So Yeah. Where do you get the arm strength from? Uh, probably my grandfather. He he played quarterback at Vermont too. Okay. So, uh, what would your dad play when he played? He played tight end. Okay. So when I first second grade, uh, he wanted me to be a tight end. That's why you started off there before moving to quarterback. And then they needed a a quarterback the next year, uh, cause the cause second and third graders are together. Uh-huh. So the third grade, I was in second grade. The third grade quarterback moved up the next level. So they needed someone, um, that year. So. They just moved me to quarterback, and I just started throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and and nobody ever took you off again. No, yeah. So how far can you throw it? Because I've seen you, and I was like, wow, this is like a laser beam that comes out of your yeah. arm. <laughs> I would say, probably, I think it was sixty-eight yards. Is um, you, you you've tried it just to see the distance. Yeah. When was that? Uh, about two years ago. And so then, you haven't tried again since. I mean, at the opening, I was sixty. Okay. So I don't know. I haven't. I don't think my arm strength got uh, worse, right? Worse, but just I don't know. <laughs> right, you just didn't get yeah. the trajectory, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? But you so, so clean in the air. Yeah, 68, yeah. How does that compare to other guys that you know? How did the other guys do with the opening? Um, I think the highest was sixty-eight. Uh, I think it was Anthony Richardson at sixty-eight. But okay. Uh, yeah, I was probably probably in the average with all them. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there were a couple guys lower, and then a couple guys a little higher. But I would say sixty was like the average. What's so. uh, what's your fastball clocked at? Um, I was clocked at ninety one last spring. So in, in baseball, but, yeah, I'm usually high eighties. High eighties, but ninety one's so. the high. Yeah. Has has coach um, have the co- baseball coaches at Miami approached you at all? They haven't. No. Okay. Um, Would it be something you'd be interested in or not really? Um. I mean, if I didn't have an impact right away at, at the football, football team, right? Um, maybe, but probably not. Okay. So. You pitch? You think that'd be kind yeah, of? I'd probably just pitch. Uh, I could just bring in, you know, start every other every other uh, game, be a uh, midweek starter. I saw James Winston do it at FSU, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I kind of just get up on the mound and throw it. I never took any lessons. You've never pitching. I just get up in there and throw it. So. What else do you throw besides a, a fastball? I throw a curveball and a splitter. And you taught that on your just on your own. You learned it. Yeah. Well, my dad. My dad taught me. Your dad taught you. Taught me how to throw a splitter and a curveball. So. Are you ready for the city of Miami? Like the whole, just it's a different world compared to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Um, When I was down there, uh, a couple times I experienced a little bit of it. So. 
Yeah. What were some examples? Moments of like, okay, this isn't. This isn't. You yeah, know, I was on of, South Beach, just uh, just people watching. There's a lot of different people uh, uh-huh. just doing crazy things. So yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is going to be the weather change. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it would be fine, but um, mm-hmm. so just what, from the winter to summer. So what's the warmest it gets up here? I mean, it gets to like a hundred in the summer. It has uh, people okay. like from South don't really like realize that that uh-huh. it gets that hot but it does so but the humidity is the big difference because right. down there it's like wet hot which yeah. is like a totally like different uh-huh. it still gets humid up here but not as much as it does in Miami did it feel different when you went down in the summertime and you felt it because you were there yeah. in July right so it had to have been like wait a minute yeah um yeah it's very hot just <laughs> like just walking around you're sweating yeah so mm-hmm. we shouldn't have to get used to that but tell me about Cochinos before we wrap up what's he like uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Um, outgoing. Uh, talk about anything with him. Um, so. Yeah. How often did you guys talk throughout the year? Um, we talked a lot. He texts me about a couple times a week, mm-hmm. um, just about anything. Coming to visit me or mm-hmm. about the game, my game. Um, and then Coach Diaz will also call me mm-hmm. probably about twice a month. See how things are going and stuff like that. So. Just hey, what's going on? How yep. you feeling? Mm-hmm. What are the personality wise? How would you describe him? Coach Diaz. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's obviously a great guy too. Uh, uh-huh. Outgoing. Um, um, that he's respectful, kind, all that. So. I asked Tyreek like, I'm like, how is it? There's so many people down there being negative. You know, like oh, six and six. You know, yeah. that's terrible. Like, how is it that you see what a lot of people can't see, fans can't see? Because Tyreek basically said, we see ourselves as a solution, the same exact thing you mm-hmm. said. How is it that you, like, because it's amazing to me how no, none of you guys, have, your faith has been rattled at all. What, why do you think that is? Um, well, for Coach Diaz, it's his first year as a head coach. He has to get used to it still. Um, but I think, yeah, that we're definitely the solution. Um there's definitely guys there that are the solution as well. Just like combining our talents, um, mm-hmm. coming in with the right mentality. Um, but we think that um, with all the recruits we got, that we can go in and make an impact right away mm-hmm. um, and make that step at the next level of, mm-hmm. um, to the ACC championship game and then hopefully college football playoffs. So. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of the Wide Right Podcast. We'll be back later this week to preview the Independence Bowl between Miami and Louisiana Tech. We're going to have some more interviews with recruits in the coming weeks ahead as we uh, near signing day, hopefully get an expert on to break down uh, Miami signing class. And uh, that's it. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. All right, for my producer, Mike Zimmerman, for Tyler Van Dyke, I'm Manny Navarro. We'll see you next week. Kane's cartel coming through. Tell me what these other teams gonna do. Orange or green, on the screen. Hit with a full head of steam. Come to your side of town. 60 minutes of smackdown. Like the rock was still on the team. But it's JT.